If you love all things real estate in Houston, this show is for you. Sounds so exciting. We'll interview mortgage professionals, real estate professionals, special guests, and business owners from right here in the Houston community. This is Houston Inside Out. All right, welcome guys to Houston Inside Out. I am your host, James J. And I am uh, excited today to have my man, Mr. S.A. Cholet. What's up, my brother? What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? I am, I am doing great, man. It is so good to finally get you on here. Thank you. We man. have uh, been, uh, I've been trying to, to make this happen for a little while and schedule just hasn't, hasn't worked out, but you are here now and uh, I am excited yes. and I know the story that you have will provide some value and some good insight for people that are maybe Thanks looking at doing, uh, you know, maybe, cause I know you are a big entrepreneur at heart. That is what you love to do. Yes, sir. And so, um, you are a, uh, in real estate, you're a sales consultant. Yes. Um, you are a perfumer. Am I saying it correctly? Yes, you are. Okay. All right. You are the only perfumer I, I know. Um, personally, <laughs> anyway, uh, and we're going to talk about this because this is an interesting Absolutely. story for sure. Absolutely. Um, you are a father of two two wonderful yes. girls, Thank wife, you. Marty, and so yes. for people, I want people to kind of understand, so you and I, gosh, we probably known each other, what, nine, nine, nine to ten years? That's crazy. Man, yes. Look how time um, flies. So you, uh, you started, well, I guess we met back in the day. You worked for a banking establishment. That, yes, uh, I did. I have my personal, I like actually my business account with. That's how yes, we met. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I was your business. As soon banker. as I met you, were as soon as I met you, you're just one of those people. You meet you like I like this dude man, <laughs> immediately, thank you, man. Thank and you that's so much, true. Man. I'm not just not just BS. Like thank you. So man. we have been in touch over the years. We've done some yes. business together and so forth. And so yes, we're gonna get into. So we're gonna kind of start. Um, Actually, you'll kind of start back into kind of your journey from the banking days to mm. where you are today. Right. And then we're definitely got to get into the uh, the perfumer uh, and your your passion project for sure. Yes. I think yes. that is one of the things that is really, really interesting about you. So, so kind of let's take it back a little ways to okay. the banking days or maybe even before that, like how you even wow. got into the banking, which is a, I right. know, it's a little while, but yeah. I want to kind of understand your story and okay. your journey and, and where you are today. So, All right, let's go. Let's go. Well, thanks again, James, for having me. Um, all right, I'll start here. Um, so sales yep. was was where I started. I started cellular sales back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a little company called Nextel Communications back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I started, that was like my first true like sales job. And I think what I enjoyed about it was just the, the opportunity to meet a lot of people, to make like lasting bonds, but then also to, you know, obviously be able to take care of myself. I didn't have a family at the time, didn't have a wife or kids. Right. And it's just the 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 kind of networking aspect and able to like you know freely like take care truly take care of yourself financially um i, I love that about nextel i think the training course was like one of the best and i said i wasn't going to mention any companies but nextel is actually non-existent anymore right. so that's, the yeah, only, that's, exactly. <laughs> that's the only company that i, I that i actually mentioned right um bridging into that obviously i stayed in telecommunications for a very long time um I went through uh, several different companies. I stayed at one, which is a huge provider, uh, for a while. Learned a lot over there just from the people, from the management staff. Um, 
and I think I think it ran its course. Right. And, and, and you know, we've all been in businesses before where we're like excited, we're making great money, things are great, but then you hit that you hit that what? That right. ceiling. Absolutely. And and that ceiling could be anything from the amount that you make yearly, or it could be from a, a, a promotional standpoint. You know, you're you you're you're just you're just at a ceiling, you're at a standstill. Yeah. And I think I kind of found myself, you know, it's it's funny. This is I probably never told this story again, so you're about to get a huge exclusive, Jen. All right. <laughs> Good. Uh, good. So, so what happened? I ended up. Um, I was young. Uh, I met my girlfriend, who's my wife now, um, at the time, and I think I was. Uh, I was going through a lot where I was tired of doing the same thing, and I prematurely quit. Just quit my job out of the blue, and um, that was a that was a, a very crazy, crazy, crazy thing to do at the time. To just right. go ahead and say, you know what, I am going to go ahead and just be absolutely done right. and move on and move on with my life. Sorry, I'm moving kind of like That's all good. connection. So I'm trying to move and navigate. Okay. That's all good. So hold on one second. Hold on. Okay. So, <clears throat> so what I ended up doing was I ended up quitting a job prematurely and just said, you know what, what can I do? What, where can I go next? What industry could I possibly go into next? And I just was jobless for about a year, two years. Uh, oh, wow. And, you really? Yeah. So now let me get this straight. So this is, you weren't married at the time when this was going on? No. Okay. I, right, actually, I well, actually, I wasn't married, but Mari was pregnant. Okay. My wife was pregnant. At the okay. Time, but we weren't married. So we got married the year after she had okay. the baby. So can you imagine having a baby on the way, you know, oh, wow. um, uh, quitting a job just because I was, I was at my, I was at my peak. I was like, yeah. okay, this is, it's, it's, it's a done deal. I'm tired of this industry. I want to do something different, but then to jump out on a leap of faith and not actually have something to do. Yeah. So I, but I like this because I, I, I preface this to say, you don't know what you're good at until you try everything. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta, you got to just burn the bridges. I mean, you really yes. do. And, and again, your situation and other people that may be looking at doing something similar, you know, if there's something in their job they just don't like and they want to yes. go do something else, you know, they may not be able to do that. At the same time, I, I always encourage people like, dude, like, w w when is a good time? When? It's kind of like you're having babies, like same thing, right? Yes. You know, ideally, you'd like to have certain things in place, but I don't know when the right time is. You know, there I don't know. The right time. <laughs> You no. figure it out. You There's do. None. You have kids. As you go, you figure it out. There's no manual. Yes. Uh, so you know, for for you to take that that leap of faith is is awesome, and uh, obviously it, it worked out. So I'll let you go ahead and finish. So all right, you left so, the job. It, and, so I I I will say it even worked out. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't say it worked out. I think what ended up happening, and okay, I'm a little bit of a maverick. So in case I'm moving around or whatever, I right. do better like talking and moving. By the okay, way, okay, that's cool. So so um. I don't say it was actually, it worked out. I think what happened was I just adjusted. Yeah. Um, right. I adjusted in life. And when I say like everything happens for a reason, it does. Yeah, right? I believe that. Just, Absolutely. Like you said, you can't plan anything. So what, yeah. I, what I did was I went to different industries. I failed at all of them. And I believe in failing forward. Yeah. So I, I failed so many times that I actually was a, I was a professional at failing. Yeah. Like, like. And that's the craziest thing to say, right? But like, I now know in my path of doing different things, I could tell when something's going to fail and when it might pop off. 
and you you and you can't learn that until you fail so many times yeah. that you know the blueprint of failure and the only the most successful people have failed so much so no doubt no question so about I, it. and they talk about it too like all yes. the successful i mean all we we see the successful whatever mm -hmm. company that they created or yep but we don't see all the stuff they did before that never yes. never paid out and so yes. uh it's just kind of like it's like shooting in the gym you don't see none of the practice stuff you just see him on the court on like the court. oh you know he's good so well, yeah you won't see him in the middle of the night shooting jumpers yes same yes. thing with business it's that failure yes. uh and you yes. know you got to put it in perspective you know it's not everything's just not going to work out every it'd be nice if we all yeah. could just do it and immediately work out. So I've had my share of failures too. So uh, that's yes. a great lesson to be learned. So go yes. ahead with the, so Makes go sense. ahead. So I continued failing, failing. And then yep. at, a, at a point I just said, you know what? The starting these businesses prematurely might not be, I might not be ready to be an entrepreneur yet. And that was right. probably one of the hardest pills for mm. somebody who's entrepreneurial driven, right? Yeah. To be able to sit there and say, you know what? Eh, this entrepreneur thing might not be for me right now. Right. Now, here's the great thing about success is you only fail when you stop trying, right? A oh, lot no. of people don't think of that. They're like, yeah. oh, man, I failed at this. I never said yeah. I was going to stop as, as an entrepreneur. I just had to adjust and say, okay, I need to do something different for a while. Yeah. Kind of it's okay to pad my pockets a little bit right now and go get a job, but do yeah. something that I like to do in the meantime. I will never work anywhere that I do not enjoy what I do because yeah. I feel that life is life is short it is. and I don't want to waste my time. So yeah. I ended up getting into banking because I was like, you know what? I think I'm good at finances. Um, I think I'm good at, at that time, I wasn't good at my finances, but I think I was good at, <laughs> right. I was good at helping others because right. I knew the blueprint of failure, right? I knew yeah. about credit, knew about how to help you get a credit card, build your credit, or start a business, open up a business account, do the whole nine. So I said, yeah. okay, I think I could do this and I think I have reach and enough you know, I lived in Michigan at the time. I had enough clout to be able to manage all the people from telecommunications that I helped, right, to get them over to this banking institution to either open up their personal accounts, open up their business accounts, or help them with, like, their mortgages, right. refinances. You know, 2008 had just happened. The downturn had just happened. So yeah. rates were still high. So there's a lot of streamlined refinances going on. So I saw a little niche, and I was like, okay, banking could work for me. Yeah. Went into banking, did that for a while. Um thanks to, you know, God and just, you know, just sheer like grit every day, just working hard. I got promoted pretty quick and then I got transferred yeah. to San Antonio, which yeah. is where I met you, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. And now, and when <laughs> and, we met immediately, I already knew, I mean, you just meet some people, you kind of know, like, this is just not the, this is, this is not where you're going to stay. Yes. <laughs> so at the banking, I mean, as much conversations that we had, I, I knew you were destined. I knew the entrepreneur. I could see it in you, your attitude, the way you communicate with people, the way people just gravitate to you. So it's very, very clear uh, that that was where you're destined to be. Um, and, you know, you've had to, I've had to do the same thing where it's kind of like you got to take something temporarily. Yes. You know, you got a family. I get it. You got to do something to, to proceed. But you and ultimately, you know what you want to be and where you, you do. You so. do. You do. And I just think, you know, um, learning and learning is, is, is paramount. Like in everything, whether it be entrepreneurship, yeah. whether it be getting a job, you have to take, you have to learn something from that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing that I learned in banking, I learned how to deepen relationships because now you're dealing with people with huge, some people, great money, some people right. that don't have any money and you have to be somewhat that. And I hate to use this term, but 
chameleon to be able to to deal with different types of people in order to you know not only take care of them but advance your life as well so i try to learn from every job that i ever had i try to take something from it add it to my my repertoire and then get back on the track of being an entrepreneur because that has always been my forefront i believe in being sovereign right i believe in being um 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 free but in that same freedom being able to you know do to help others, but also do what I want to do. I cannot yeah. do anything that I'm not happy. I know that about myself. I know that for yeah. a fact, you know, me just having a regular nine to five will never work. Yeah. Anybody that hires me, anyone that hires me or anybody that I work for has to understand who I am. I will bring right. value to your establishment, but I have to also, I can play within your parameters, but I have to play within mine as well. Yeah. And, you know, so I did banking for a while and then I uh, did the same thing. I uh, hit that silly yeah. and then I, quit <laughs> and I quit and after I and this is leading to the perfume story I remember there was a guy um his name is Raymond Beltran he's out there somewhere Raymond if you're watching and you're in San Antonio Houston wherever you are these days um he was the guy he asked me one question one day and I still remember to this day and one day I'm gonna meet him again I haven't seen him since 2013 maybe but okay. you know he asked me one question and he was talking about his passion and he said he wanted to be I think he wanted to own his own restaurant or something like that, which at the time, at the time I was thinking of doing that too. But then he said, you know, you don't even cook, man. You know, like, <laughs> right, right. like and, you know, he's like, well, what do you like to do? Like if you could do something every day and not get paid $1 for right. it, yeah. what would you do? And the backstory to everything I just spoke about from telecommunications to you know, to banking, to now being in real estate, there was one thing that I've always liked. I always liked fashion, but not just fashion right. in its yeah. sense. But I liked, you know, I liked the things that everybody didn't think about fashion. Everybody knows, everybody wears a suit. Anyone can wear a pair of jeans. Anybody yeah. can wear sneakers. But the essence of what people smell like always intrigued me since I was a little kid. I was the, uh-huh. I was the guy, I was the guy that would like take different fragrances. You know the name brands we all know, Calvin Klein and right. da 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 da. And I would layer them and try to turn them into different scents. And I wouldn't spray them on like crazy, right? But I would, little subtly layer them and try to have a different fragrance come from there you know which is a cheap way to do it right but and this is as a kid you were doing this as a kid i was doing it. i kid you not <laughs> my dad used to have hugo boss back in like the 80s oh right? yeah yeah and like i i would take like his hugo boss and i would take like my mom's like lavender oils and stuff that she had and i would try to create these other little scents that come wow. from them right. you know and, and i don't think i've ever told that story either nah, so you're a I, lot didn't of exclusives. I did not yeah. know <laughs> We've never actually talked about how you got into, how you actually got into this. So this is right. good. This is right. good information. So go ahead. Right. So I, you know, I would just, you know, try these little things out and then they seem to just, they seem to work, you know? And I said, you know what? When he asked me, Raymond asked me that question. I said, man, <laughs> I was joking at the time. You know, I said, man, honestly, man, I'm going to make my own perfumes. That's what I would do. I would just make my own perfumes. And and make my own fragrances for men, women, for kids. Yeah, it would be great. And I was kidding. I was, I kid you not. This was like 2000 and I believe it was 2011 okay. September. Okay. You know, it was 2011 September because I actually have a fragrance, another exclusive. I have a fragrance coming out saying, remember September. It's coming out in June. So, you know, 2011 September, he, he, he says that. And I go, huh, 
he asked me a question right after that. I'm thinking as he, as we're talking, he goes, well, why not? Why not just make your own fragrance company? And that look that you have on your face, James, is the same look I said to myself. <laughs> right. I said, I said, why not? And I kid you, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know how we are. Right. We could build, we'll build a business in an hour. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as that, that it lit that fire, I said, Hmm. And I started doing research and research and research. And then I'm just going down the rabbit hole, right? Learning, 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 going, going. And I'm like, I can actually do this. Yeah. I can actually. So that was 2011. And I okay. spent, I, and I say, I want to say this really quick. I quit banking in 2013. Okay. But I, I kept, I kept my, um, I kept it close to my heart, what I was building yeah. before I quit. Yeah. So I, that was the part of the story I didn't tell is I had that aha moment, right? Two years before I actually quit. And what I did was I just, I built on that. Yeah. And a lot of people just kind of jump out on a limb and want to do stuff and just do it, which yeah. I, one of them. And that was one of, that was one of, yeah. that was one of the failing forward tactics that I learned. I said, I could tell me constantly jumping out on a limb equals to me failing and setting me back so yeah. now i have to be a little bit more calculated in what i do and i waited and i kept i kept i, I kept that all to myself and at the opportune moment i went ahead and i quit and then i still failed because i went overseas for a while a lot of people didn't even know i lived in i lived in france for a while you know i was gone yeah i know you travel a lot and so i, yeah. I didn't realize you were living there um but yes you, you you travel all, all the time anyway so yes. to me it was like oh you're just in another you know another country yeah. again parts of, uh -huh. parts of the secret parts of the right. secret so people yeah. always thought that i was just gone because i was right. mari was here i would you know i had my kids so i'd be back and forth but i was right. overseas i was in italy and i was in france learning perfumery right and a lot of people are just like what is, he's here and i'm I, I was, I really wasn't, but it's yeah. part of those things that I've learned that before I unwrap a gift to the world, yeah. I have to enjoy that gift for myself. So you got to break this down. So, okay, you go to France and Italy. First of all, why France and Italy, number one? And secondly, right. who did you go, like, who were you, was somebody mentoring you? Is that what took you over there? And how did you connect with that person? So, so another, another cool story, right? So there was these, there's these big companies, and I'll name their names. It's okay. Fermination Simrise. Um, okay. They're, the, they're some of the biggest uh, names in, in perfumery, and they're actually out of New York. So okay. what I would do was, I, the first time I tried, I love this. I love that you asked me this. 2011, while doing my research, I call up one of those companies. I'm not going to say which one because I got denied, okay. right? All I right. called them up. I called them up, and I said, hey, guys, I would really, really love to you know work with you guys. What would it take? And they basically were like, What's your budget? Like at first, first it took about three months to even get somebody on the phone. Funny enough, I just get a text message right now from my buddy at Simrise. How crazy is that? It come it came <laughs> up on my screen. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, so I I get a um I, I I talk to them. It's three months in. Finally, get somebody on the phone, and they tell me, you know, your budget has to be two hundred fifty grand or so, and we can. At that time, they weren't taking on new projects. I don't have two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm thinking making perfume cannot really be that expensive, right. but I hear, But I learned that now it's all everything's done in bulk and huge quantities. So I hit a roadblock. I dealt with some little local companies, some in LA, some in other places, and obviously 
got gypped, you know, um, which that's another form of failing. I failed a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. I had to learn through the process. A lot of people out there take advantage of somebody that's that's new to the industry. Yeah. So I got, I got, I got used a lot. And then what, how I ended up was I ended up with a perfumer out of New York that actually invited me. He loved my energy. And for whatever reason, I was like, man, thank you so much. And he was like, I'm going to help you out and I'm going to connect you in Nice, 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 France, South of France. I'm going to connect you with two perfumers out there that actually make, well, there are master perfumers and they make all of our fragrances in New York. And uh-huh. you can go out there and study from them. So I left, went out there, learned from them a little bit. Um, and, it, you know, uh, it was a good time. It was like a mentorship program kind of a way. They're making fragrances for other brands, right. but I get to actually sit in with them and learn through the process that was in France. So in Italy, while in France, I met other perfumers. They have their own local brands and they're out of like, you know, Italy and Spain and all these places. And I was like, okay, you know what? So I actually went to uh, Tuscany uh, to, to, with a, with a local perfumer that had his own brand in Nima Marcus. And I had seen his brand before and I'm like, man, this guy, I know for sure isn't paying $250,000, How is he right. doing smaller quantities and able to manufacture them and still distribute them in the United States? Okay. And so, so I went there on a, I said, Hey, I called him up and I said, Hey man, I'd love to come out to Italy spend you know, a month or two with you guys and just, you know, see how we can just, you know, network. And that turned into another thing. And that's how I learned, like just networking with people. You don't know until you ask. And, and, all this, when you hit the, when you hit a, a roadblock yeah. with these big companies, there's people in those big companies that can see your passion and see your drive and see yeah. you as the future. They will hold you by the hand and say, you know what, you're an authentic person. I'm going to walk with you and I'm going to help you. But you can't quit. You got to keep trying to find those people. And that's how I, mean, I ended up overseas. And let me ask you this. So, was there? I'm assuming everyone spoke English because it was no. A- Okay, so no. that's my question to you. So how do you just go to France? And I've been to France and Paris. Uh, how do you just go over there um, and have a mentorship? How, do, how does that work? So, so some people speak English. And yeah, and I know so they I, do. I, yeah, and I had, um, I had a translator, actually. So oh, wow. It, it's so wow. funny, even right now, and, I, and this is another exclusive I'm going to give you. So I'm working with uh, Ramon Monegal um, in Spain, Barcelona. And okay. uh, that's why I've been to Spain a few times this year, back and forth. Yeah. And one of my favorite places, by the way. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Barcelona place. is awesome. So. Oh, yeah, the city. Yeah. So Ramon Monegal is one of the biggest perfumers in, in uh, Spain right now, in Barcelona. Okay. And he speaks no English whatsoever. <laughs> but his kids, his children speak right, English. Right, right. So, so in, in order, what I've been able to maneuver in all these different countries, whether it be, the, you know, the Emirates, whether it be, you know, Spain, I always link to the person that, that can speak the language right. and they're my yeah. interpreter. Like, hey, you're with me the whole day. And it's yeah. just cool that Ramon's kids, you know, I love those guys. Shout out Oscar, Laura, Hector. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. If yeah. you're watching. Uh, but, um. You know, uh, they're just awesome people, and they've helped me with building my new brand that's launching June 1st. And their dad is just an awesome, awesome perfumer, smart man, speaks no English. But, man, the way that he composes these fragrances, I feel if I fully can learn from him these next couple of years, I want to kind of take that take that torch and take this, to, take this whole perfume game to a new level. So I, I, this is, like, such an important lesson here, uh, Shalai. So... 
you take this passion and run. Like, I mean, you are full force engaged in every way yes. you should perform. And so yes. let me back up real quick. So the person I introduced you to the people out in France, you met that person where? That was At Simrise. Simrise and Fermanish. That was in wait, two, wait, so that was in New York. In so New York. John Okay, but how so did John you connect Lando, to them? So John Lando, who actually just texted me while we were talking, John okay. Lando used to work for Simrise. Um, okay. He was one of the people in Simrise that his upper heads had turned me down. Okay. When I when I reached out before I reached yeah. out to two yeah. companies, Simrise and Fermanish. Right. John, for whatever reason, I don't know, I got in touch with him through his secretary. Okay. I don't even know how that, I can't remember how we connected yeah. and we talked on the phone and at first it was like a dry conversation, but yeah. for whatever reason, he still said, come to New York and meet me. So I went and I met them in New York and the rest is history. Me and John have been working together. John Lando, love you, man. I've uh, been working together. He held my hand through it, introduced me to so many people. He's actually working. So I have five fragrances coming out um, in June. He's working on actually one of them in conjunction with Ramon Monegal. And uh, man, it's going to be an amazing summer. So this is just you randomly calling two companies now. They have call no randomly. idea who you are. <laughs> you just so, had the, the gall to pick up the phone and call yes. and say, hey, yes. introduce yourself and basically yes. got turned down. But because you initiated it, you met, you met him. Yeah. So I will say this. Uh, initiation is key. Yes. And I, I, I love, I don't know, I don't know if you listen to Gary Vee. I love that Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Yes. Gary Vee is amazing. And yeah. he says something that's true. Um, it's true because he says, don't ever fake it till you make it. And it's true. And I'll right. tell you why really quick. When I got those phone calls, I was faking it till I made it. I sounded super important. Right. I, you know, had my company. I'm sending them emails like it's my secretary sending the company. That was the right. only way that I knew able to kind of get in and connect. Yeah. But the moment that the the moment that they found out that I was just like a rookie, everything that I built got dismantled. Yeah. I probably would have got further just saying, "Hey, I'm a new guy. I'm an yeah. entrepreneur." And just being authentic and yeah. real. But in this society, we, we don't do that. Everybody wants to look like they're doing greater than they're actually Absolutely. doing. So yeah. I failed so much when I probably would have had three or four releases in way more time if I was just upfront and honest and said, hey, look, I don't know what I'm doing. I want to learn from somebody. Yeah. But then, you, you know, you just got to be your authentic self. Um, be authentic. Be real. And reach out to people. Initiate contact. Yes. But while initiating, be authentic. Don't fake it till you make it because you will fail doing that. Yeah. No, that's a, that, like I said, I want to drive this point home because a lot of people would not even have the, the gall to pick up a phone and yeah. people don't have no clue who you are and you're calling yeah. these big companies. But again, that led to one connection who then led to another connection. Yes. And then the, it just, just, it just kind of, uh, it does. And so here you are now, what, eight, eight years or so? Later, it's going to be eight years. Yeah, eight and years. June of this year. So let's talk about what you got. So you got coming out yes. this year in June. Yeah, um, June first. First of all, yeah, let's let people know the name of yes. the fragrance number one. The Nostalgia Collection is the parent company. I've released okay. three different, um, three different lines. The first one was Le Nostalgia. The second one was the Memoirs line. So it was Memoir du Voyage, Memoir de la Mort, Memoir du Temps, um, and then now those are my French my French lines because, okay. you know, obviously I wanted to sound, you know, cause I, I, I wanted to French just sounds sexy. It just, I don't know it what just it sounds is. sexy. Right. And <laughs> yeah. you live there for a while and, right. and next thing you know, you're coming home and you're, 
you're 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 just feeling you're feeling a different way. I don't know, it's right. a beautiful place. Yeah. But I say that to say um June first is probably my most authentic brand because the brand is just named after me, Chile. Right. And okay. it's it's my journey through perfumery without the frou frou, without the France, the Dubai's, the all of those kind of, you know quote-unquote luxury things that we deem as luxury right. you know I, I really think that in 2009 2018 i learned to just live my most authentic self and if that being whatever that translates to people it will connect with the right people i truly believe in when you find your tribe you find your tribe so june 1st the nostalgia collection is the name of my parent brand and cholet is the brand that i'm releasing and it's going to be five themed fragrances based on my love for perfumery and, you know, one of the other things that uh, you mentioned, Gary Vee, I do a lot of, uh, I watch Ed Milet a lot, who's another entrepreneur, uh, nice. motivational guy. He's got some ties to Tony Robbins. My point yes. is, they talk a lot about your reticular activating system, right? Yeah. And so there's, there's a point. So you've put this out there, what it is that you're interested in, your passion. And as you start, just starting, all right, just starting things just start to pop up. You they connect. This person. They connect. And, it just, and it's just the, the best analogy I, I give to people is like when you buy a car and then you see the car everywhere. Yes. <laughs> right. Isn't, isn't that amazing? Like, it, I'm it's serious. True. It, it's true. It's a form of the law of attraction. Yeah, exactly. Not, exactly. So, so weird, I'm a firm you know? believer in it. But you put it out there, something that you wanted to do, and that just led to this, that led to this, that led, and it's just far yes. eight years yes. later. You've got three for three fragrances coming out in June this year, 2019, right? Yeah, I got five okay. coming out, so I'm on my third okay. line. So what I do is I do capsule lines. So under the Nostalgia okay. Collection project, I create brands, um, fragrance brands underneath them uh, because Nostalgia, the reason the company is actually called Nostalgia a little, you know, I talk about the first time I experienced fragrance was in the 80s. And for whatever, I'm an 80s baby, for whatever yeah. reason, I, I have a tie to Nostalgia, Nostalgic like this, this feeling of nostalgia yeah. just resonates with me so much because I sometimes I sit down and think of the 90s how how yeah. awesome would it be to just experience the 90s all over again I'm so I try that. to translate I translate the easiest way for me to explain my brand is putting memories in a bottle mm. that's it yeah. And memories could be my experiences it could be experiences that we all experience as a collective my goal is to bottle experiences bottle time bottle put it literally in a bottle yeah. and and just and just store away and that could be you know me trying to be you know a frou-frou perfumer in france and not knowing anything about perfumery but then i still learned took something from it and some good came from it and i bottled that in there you know yeah. and that's memoir du voyage which transfers uh translates to memories of travel right you know? yeah and you know no, that's, that's all i want to do yeah. yeah that's all no, i want to do so ultimately um Five, five coming out this year. So how will people be able to get nostalgia? First, that's a good question. Is it just, are so, you just online or do, do we kind no, of? No, no. So right now I'm in, I was in select 18 stores on um, okay. the last release. Actually in Houston, uh, Sloan Hall, right off of Westheimer. They're actually yeah. a, a nice boutique. They carried memoirs. Um, okay. So right now I'm going to be expanding to way more uh, boutiques. But I'm also going to be online at thenostalgiacollection.com. Uh, okay. We have a landing page up right now. You guys can go on there, thenostalgiacollection.com, and yep. actually save that to favorites. Um, 
My Instagram profile is Nostalgia Collection. That's N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. The word okay. collection with no S. Nostalgia Collection. And uh, just follow me, man. And and the thing about it is, you know, I, I I'm I'm the one doing all my posts. I'm the one doing all the interacting. Right. Um, I think you know. I think this year we'll definitely get our followership up. Um, I want to be able to say that I built a brand from ground up. I mean, to be an African-American man saying that you want to own a fragrance collection is the most impossible feat that I think <laughs> right. I've ever I've ever dabbled in. And a lot of people are like, well, what's so impossible about it? Like, really, there is not one black perfumer out there. I get, I'm the only one. And I'm not saying that in a braggadocious way. Yeah. I'm saying that all the fragrances you see out there, like the P. Diddy and all of those, yeah. they're all owned by parent companies and it's just marketing contracts. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. to to, to truly learn the concept, to to have us as a unit represented in what it is to be, you know, a fashion designer, a fa uh, and fashion being creating for uh, uh, alchemist, creating perfumery. Yeah. We yeah. have to be represented in every aspect of the world, and I think perfumery, which might not be, you know, an aspect that people really think is important. Absolutely, I think yeah. I think I'm laying the groundwork for the little kids that aren't even born yet that are African-American or, or that are, you know, African in other countries that really love perfumery yeah. and, or the young men that can't even say they love perfumery because they think it's kind of like weird. It's perfume right, for women. Yeah. Like, you know, no, do what that you is love. a great, yeah, you're, th this is great. Cause I've met a lot of people that did a lot of things that I wouldn't ever think about as a business. Like I said, you are the only person that I know and it is one of those businesses that maybe people don't think it's a huge business for sure. Yeah, no one. It's a trillion dollar business. No one thinks yeah. about it. Every Christmas, every Absolutely. Valentine's, every yeah. Thanksgiving, the most given gift is perfume or fragrance. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, the fact that you are doing what you're doing is it's like, dude, I love this story. I really do, and I love the passion behind it and the fact that you stayed on it uh, yes. and stayed consistent 20. over the years because it's real easy. And especially yes. for you, being a, an African-American man in that business, you know, it could probably be really easy for you to be like, ah, you know what, man, I'm just... It's not going to work. Let me just right. quit. And, I lead, and that kind of leads me into what we were talking about earlier before we came on. I believe in, in reaching your zenith. And yeah. when, you reach, when you reach your zenith, to me, I always, you notice, I, I probably do planning a little bit different than a lot of people because I learn how to fail. I structure my zenith years two years before they happen. I mm. believe my zenith year is 2020. Okay. And as, as I'll define what a zenith year means to me. A zenith year is one of those years where, where everything you do kind of goes your way. Yeah. And it, it could be in, I believe it'd be multidimensional. We've sat here and talked yeah. about nothing but fragrance yeah. for a very long time, but I do way more than that. Yeah. And fragrance is my passion project. Sure. And I feel everyone needs to have their passion project because yeah. we all have regular nine to fives and things like that. And mm -hmm. life can be so mundane, but I believe in having your passion project and setting it up a year to two years before and doing the hard work in the times where nobody knows it exists, yeah. that when that zenith year comes, whatever, it's like the Midas touch. Yeah. Whatever you touch turns to gold. And from that fragrance, from somebody smelling my fragrance and enjoying it, it could open up so many other doors in whatever avenues that they're in. So I truly believe in, you know, like really digging at your passion project constantly and working and tilling away for two years, like really sweat, blood, and tears for two to one to two years, that when your zenith year comes, 
with that same thing that you sweat at is going to open up every one little thing can open up 50 different doors where you can just, you know, just live it in, in abundance. And that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So yeah, that, the overnight success does <laughs> not happen. An overnight success. I mean, it's just, forget it's, about it. You know, yeah, everybody, again, we, a lot of people, they just see the after where they, they see, do. they never, people just don't see what it took yes get to a certain level and yes for most people that are super super successful we don't see anything that they did behind the scenes and no. so it looks like they were an overnight system even some like uh you know musicians right they just come comedians. out of the blue and we're like comedians oh they just came out of the blue no oh. they've been hustling for years you just didn't Sleep know it on. you just Sleep didn't it know on people's ca- couches yeah i love yeah. Um, so, i love kevin yeah. hart's story kevin yes. hart he we watched him in so many movies. He probably got didn't get paid for them. Sleeping right. on people's couches, probably yeah. doing stand up and like holding the walls. And then he's yeah. you know in Jumanji and stuff like that. Yeah. And we're like, oh my god, he's Kevin Hart. Well, yeah. twenty years ago, he was doing the same thing, just wasn't up there. Right. Yeah. I mean, Soul. Everybody forget Soul playing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> what was that? Two thousand and four. It was a long time ago. That's a long but, time uh, ago. <laughs> It's it's one of those movies like it's 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 funny, but it's like yeah, people forgot yeah. to forget that. But he's at a right. whole nother level right now. Whole nother but level. Even before Soul Playing, you know, there was Kevin Hart. We nobody knew about him. He was still no a one. comedian. Um and it's like it's it, I believe that with every success, yes. the stuff behind the scenes you just don't see it. So you're at that oh. point, you've been hustling and working for years now, have not given years. up. And I completely yes. believe you will get to that zenith. There's no doubt in my mind because I know you, you. I know how you. Uh, I know how you work. You. And I, know I remember. I want to say something re, um, really quick. I want to thank you too because I remember when I was. Uh, you probably don't remember. I remember when before I got a distribution deal for memoirs. I was literally selling. I spent so much money on creating memoirs, and. Uh, the packaging, the fragrance, it was all on point, but I didn't have any distribution. So even though I spent, I went to France, I built a brand fully made in France, right? right? I didn't have distribution and I was selling that driving to people's homes. To, and you bought two from me. I you did. met me, you met me in, in Tomball. You met me in Tomball. I did, yeah. And you bought two. And that I was, sure God, did. that was 2014, five years ago. Yeah. Crazy, Thank you, James. Crazy, but like I said, uh, when when people meet you, they'll they'll understand the the energy that you bring, and so uh, I'm not surprised whatsoever. And I know where when you get to be, you know, world famous. Amen. Amen. I, I won't be shocked whatsoever. So, uh, so a couple more things. So I know you had mentioned uh, earlier. We had kind of talked about. Uh, I've seen some of your videos, and you, Yo, you yeah. slim slimmed down quite a bit. So. What have you been doing? <laughs> and they, and they look, and this has been going on for, this is not a New Year's necessary. You've been doing yeah. it for the last, I guess, April. few months now. Okay. All right. So, so I look at people like you yourself. You know, I see you're always constantly in the gym. You do the cycle um, classes at Lifetime. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to that. Um, yeah. I don't think I can hang. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you, can. <laughs> you know? You can't. No, I don't know. Sure I don't you can't. <laughs> but in April, um, I, w- I probably last year, April, I was my heaviest. I think I was around 224, 220 pounds. Okay. And I went to my brother's wedding. My brother got married April 8th, actually, in Houston. And, man, those pictures came back. And, uh, you know, and <laughs> yeah. 
I never was really, I, I was always, you know, pudgy here. You know, after you have kids, you eat so much. Right. And, yeah. uh-huh. and I had never really seen myself in a photo because I've always had all these polished photos while I was building nostalgia. And, you know, you, you filter them and they look yeah. great. And just seeing the non-filtered photo, I looked like a penguin in that tuxedo. <laughs> I looked like the penguin off of Batman Returns. It was, ter- it was terrible. Okay. And the feeling was like, I remember waking up because he had a three-day wedding in Africa. In African culture, Nigerian culture, we have three a three-day wedding. Right. And I went, I got up the next day and I went to the gym in the hotel because I was staying, we were staying in the hotel, the, the wedding, and I just started running. I started working out. I said, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I actually went vegan for about two and a half months. Um, I'm on and off vegan uh, okay. just because I, I like meat, but it's the, it's the only thing that's worked for me to make me drop weight. Right. Yeah. So I just started, <clears throat> started watching what I eat. Um, I'm very, very meticulous about, you know, waking up in the morning. I'll usually, you know, have a shake, drink, um, stay hydrated, drink as much water as yeah. I can. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't eat as much anymore. Um, yeah. I eat, I eat more little by little throughout the day. And then, um, and, and I just work out. I make sure that I get my workout in, whether it be yeah. cardio, whether it be lifting weights, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't have a six pack or anything like that. I just want to look, <laughs> I just want to look good in a suit. You, know, you, know? you don't need a six pack necessarily, but yeah, I feel you. Yeah. The, the, the yeah. working out and look, you, you need that energy. And the, yeah. the, I mean, the reality is what we put in our bodies. Yes. It, you, you end up either slowing yourself down or energizing yes. yourself. I mean, that's yes. what it does. It's that important. Yes. Uh, it's and, that important. You know, the working out, I, it's great. But ultimately, yeah, what you're putting in your system. And look, you need that energy to work the way you work. Yes. I know how much you travel. Like, you need that energy. So it's good that you you did that and yes. disciplined enough to, to, to keep yourself uh, eating right and working out. Yeah, and, and I it's hard. And, Especially when you're like you do. Oh, oh, big time. And Real I tell easy. a lot of people, like, man, you know, to what I've learned is like Nike, like like when I say the word Nike, just do it. That that is what I wake up every morning and I'm just yeah. like Nike, Nike. Yeah. You know, not Nike the brand, Nike yeah. the slogan, just yeah. do it. You don't know what you can do until you just do it, mm-hmm. you know. And for me, losing weight and trying to just be healthier, even though I'm not not at this, I'm in my I'm in my tilling of that too. Like my right. zenith year for my workout would probably be 2020 because then I'll really see the fruits of my labor, but at least yeah. I'm seeing some type of change right now. And I just feel like you just have to, whatever in life you want to do, whether it be lose weight, eat healthy, you know, get closer to God, have a stronger family unit, build a business. You just got to wake up and just decide. Yeah. The hardest part is deciding. Have you ever met people that they say they want to, you know, everybody wants a million dollars. Everybody right. wants to build a business. Everybody <laughs> wants to be a supermodel and look good. Yeah. But then they spend so much time actually planning that thing out yeah. than just acting yeah. on it. The, 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 the hardest thing is just act on it. You yeah. Know? I've got a lot of mentors uh, <clears throat> that talk about imperfect action. Like people are perfect because the procrastination is just, it's just stalling. I need yeah. it to be perfect. That's BS. No, it's total nonsense. Imperfect action is the way to go. It is. Just yes. start. And you start. did it. You know, you, like I said, you started eight, eight, nine years ago with that phone call. Yeah. That's it. Just you start. make a phone call. Nobody knows, has a clue who you are. You make a phone call. Yeah. But, but and, again, that phone call led you to one person who led you to another, and it just connects. So, and all, and so just on so start. Imperfect. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um even with like my podcast, same thing. Like 
Yeah. I've never done a podcast before. Um, but I started. You started. Learn and learn. And then I, I study other people now when, when it comes to podcasts. Real estate, same thing. You know, yeah. uh, same thing for me as far as my, my real estate business and, and career. Yeah. Uh, I just, I started. Um, I wanted to have you know, a bunch of rental properties. That was my goal when I first got into real estate. Right. Probably two, three years. I'm like, I want to, I should, I should. And then finally I'm like, screw it. Let's yes. do it. And I bought Let's two. I just bought them. Just did it. And I made Jump some in. mistakes. <laughs> you will. I made a lot of mistakes that first, but you I will. learned. And so, but yeah, imperfect action. I cannot emphasize that. Yeah. Enough. People just and, and, do and it. Even, just do it. And even on yeah. time, sorry to cut you off, but even yeah, on yeah. that, it's just like, when you said just starting, right, you learn, I feel, I feel that I learn better from my mistakes than others. Yeah, it would be no great question. to learn from other people's mistakes, but until I'm in it myself and yeah. I actually fail at it, then I assess the damage and say, all right, this is where I went wrong. This is why I failed at this. How can I tweak this? Is it worth continuing? Yeah. Do I need to exit right now? Or do I tweak some things and I can actually have a level of success? But again, you just got to jump into it. It's like, how do you learn how to swim, right? They say the best way is someone just pushes you in. Sick yeah. or swim, right? <laughs> that's right. And unfortunately, yeah, that's how I learned. Um, <laughs> and I almost drowned. Uh, and, and my sister did not want to come get me. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but you're here. But you're that's here a whole now. Story. Uh, but so... All right, so we got to start. So go ahead. How, what's the best? We're going to give out the uh, your social media again. Yes. I'm going to post it so people can reach out to you and follow you. follow Thank you. June yes. 2019, that's when the first yes. one's coming out? Okay. June 1st, 2019, I'm releasing all five together. Okay. All five all right, fragrances. Cool. Yeah, so they're going to be 100 ml bottles and 50 ml bottles. I okay. will be giving out that first week. I'm going to have a lot of free samples like I did on the last one. So yep. we released chapters one and two. Uh, I believe it was last year, and I gave out a bunch of free samples. I'm going to be doing that same thing again. I believe that I, I'm not the type of business person that wants people, you know, buying my product and that don't believe in it. I'm going to give you a sample for you to say, okay, you know what? I think I, I think this would work for my skin. Fragrance is very different. It's not about just, hey, that's a cool perfume, put it on there. It's the alchemy and how it resonates with your skin. Everyone's skin is different. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people just go and they go out and buy the same fragrance. You ever smell one person and you, you're like, hey, that smells good. And then you go buy that fragrance, yeah. it smells terrible on you. Right. This is why I create a full line for different types of people's skin autonomy and see, okay, it, remember September might not work for you. 1237 yeah. might work for you because for me, florals don't do good on my body. I just rose and all of that. It just doesn't work for me. Citruses okay. do better on my skin. And I think more of the education piece of what fragrance means to me yeah. to, to be able to show you that and also give you a great product. I believe sampling is key. So yes, yeah. please follow me. Instagram. I'm nostalgia collection. That okay. is N O S T A L G I A, the word collection, all in one word, Nostalgia Collection. And then on Facebook, it's going to be the T H E, Nostalgia mm -hmm. Collection. I have a Facebook page there as well. I believe okay. that this summer is going to be the summer for people to really know who, what I bring yeah. as a perfumer to the table. I think that. I'm just a regular guy. I'm a regular guy that has a passion for fragrance, yeah. and I want to share it with the world. You know, and I think that 
with just the, the, the authenticity that I bring to the game of perfumery. I'm not doing these frou-frou commercials where there's a lady running in sand and, you know, it's, those are all cool, but that has nothing to do with fragrance. Fragrance should be your individual feeling of how Absolutely. a fragrance speaks to you. And it, it, it's part of your fashion piece that speaks to others as well. Yeah. And that's what I want to bring to the world of perfumery. So yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. I would love to connect with you guys. I definitely follow back too. And yes. um, yeah, it'll be great. I will, I will make sure that I uh, get everything posted. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll shoot you. out to everybody. Uh, social Thank media, you. you guys follow Chalet. Uh, I will have everything posted. All your uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, yes. all that stuff. I'll make sure people reach out to you. And Thank follow, you so follow, follow, follow the journey. Thank you so much. This brother is amazing. Uh, support you. him. He's in an Thank industry you. where not many people look like he does. Uh, that is true. <laughs> and, and really, and, and uh, just, you know, I will support you with every whatever you need. Thank uh, you, I appreciate you, and we will do this again. So maybe, you know, once we get around that time frame, we can come, come yes. back and we'll talk again. Let's do it. Uh, if you got something to update, I Let's will do be, it. Uh, be here to help you. So Let's do it. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, James. You have my always man. been an amazing person. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And I know that, man, we're going to cross paths again in business and real estate yeah. or something. You know, I've learned so much from you. And, man, it's a long time, man. I've learned so much from you, man. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's, you God. know, you just meet those people that you just connect with. And, brother, I look up to you every day. I see the beautiful things that you're doing with your family, what you're doing with health and helping people kind of, you know, inspire yeah. them to these cycle classes, real estate-wise, like, you are truly a multi-dimensional man. And I, I truly say that 2019 is the year for the multi-dimensional man. And I feel that, like yeah. Gary Vee says, I'm going to steal from him real quick. So many people are vanilla and chocolate. Yeah. You could be birthday cake remix, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Let's go. That's I good. It. I love it. I received that and thank you. And we, we will connect again, man. So, all right, man. Well, you take care. We will catch up. We'll catch up soon. And uh, thank good you, luck James. With everything. I'm here to. I support. appreciate you, man. You are the man. Thank you, brother. All right, Shalai. All right, brother. All right, bye -bye. Catch up take soon. It easy. All right, bye.